What is cracking, everybody? Welcome back to the Lockout Podcast for 2023. We've got another season ahead of us, and I'm very excited. And to join us today, we've got a full squad. We've got uh, Ale on my far left, yo, Kat yo. Sasso. Howdy. And Daniela. Hello. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be here. Yeah. It's, it's been a hot be minute, back. man. It's good to be it's back. It's been a hot minute. It's been a long break, and uh, it's not quite over yet. Because uh, F1 doesn't come on until March. Mm. But um, there's still quite a bit to talk about. Um, over the break, I had a bit of an existential crisis about who I was going <laughs> to support this year. Because after the Max Verstappen debacle last year with Perez, I've officially decided I can no longer support him. Wow. He's lost the fan. It's very big. <laughs> it's massive. And honestly, I think a lot of people would agree with me that they no longer can. So I'm going to go back to my roots. Uh, Danny Rick has left, but I'm going to be... a uh, McLaren supporter. At least until Porsche finally deliver on all those rumors. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not holding holding out for that because nah, yeah, we haven't heard much on that. But uh, how was everyone's break? Yeah, not too bad, man. Just yeah. uh, much of the same. Great. Got to enjoy a bit of hot weather. And I don't know, once that season finale was done and dusted, I just kind of just looked at myself and was like, what now? Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love all those memes online. It's like, you know, day 10 without F1, you start seeing like, Sausage curbs on the yeah. road, and you know, <laughs> trying to find all. the racing line. It's yeah. a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah, but it's been all right. Can't yeah, wait well, for it to be over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. fully. But also, like, I kind of was like, I can't wait for this season to be over by the end of it. Yeah, yeah it's getting pretty boring. So it's like yeah. kind of boring. So this is like nothing new, really. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, we're scraping that all away. We got a fresh start. Hopefully, we get some more exciting action this year. There's been some slight changes in the technical department. Um, there's been a lot of changes in the drivers and the team principals, so Heaps. we'll get into that a bit yeah. later. Uh, but first of all, one of our favourite topics um, and segments we do is talking about what the drivers have been up to. Um, there's been a lot. I know, Kat, there's you were talking so about um, your favourite driver, Lewis. Lewis. He was in Antarctica. Yeah. Which is... Very like, unique. Like, so random. But, like, the most random part of it is not the fact that Lewis was in Antarctica. The most random part of it was the fact that he was in Antarctica with Nina Dobrev. And for those of you who don't know who Nina Dobrev is... I don't is, know who she is. She no. is the main character, the main girl from Vampire Diaries. And right. her partner is an Olympic snowboarder. Okay. Sean White. Yep. And was it just them two together? No, there was like a big group of people. Excuse right. me, I'm getting all croaky. <clears throat> it was a big group of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just random. He was found. He was seen in a hot tub and there's all this speculation. Oh, Lewis has got a missus. Well, yeah. Antarctica we don't like to speculate very, here um, on this it, show. It can be romantic. <laughs> hot tub in, in the ice there. In, in the Antarctica. Snow. There was yeah. like 16 people in the hot tub. I don't know okay, how romantic yeah, that not. would be. But gross. there was a video of him. And you could see just in the corner there was a girl lying on Lewis. Yeah, there's yes. like that one frame. Yeah. Got like so you never know, was. there might be some news coming out this year yeah. that he has a missus. He might almost Everyone's have a missus so like he almost had the 2021 championship. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Like oh, no. <laughs> um, and other drivers, we had Gasly, Ocon and Leclerc. They were at a basketball game together. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, hanging out. With, um, hanging a little out bit of NBA vibes going on. That's it, yeah. 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 After and Leclerc the Ferrari boys were in the Dolomites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. That and was fun. my personal favourite was uh, Bottas was down under for Christmas. And not only did he come yes. here to just have a little nice break with his wife, mm. but he went all out Aussie mode and got uh, shaved his head and got a mullet. The mullet. Yep. The mow, the mullet. The did the mow, the, the mullet. Made a full video beater. about it. The yep. wife beat a shirt and he even got like mm-hmm. a VB sticker that says... Um, <laughs> True blue Aussie bogan. Honestly, I think we need to like make him an honorary citizen. Yeah. You know Mick Schumacher was here as well? Was he? Yeah. Snuck in. Yeah. Under the radar. Yeah. Yeah. He's an urban surfer. Can we even talk about him anymore? He's not in the driver lineup this year, so Well, he's still like a reserve. He's still he's still floating around. He's still floating around. He may come back. 
Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, Are we know. not allowed to talk about Danny Rick because he's been doing some stuff? Oh, oh it's, it's kind of a bit too sad <laughs> too to talk soon. about Have him, you guys yeah. seen that meme? There's, there's a videographer at the Australian Open and there's a video guy like holding the camera and it looks exactly like Danny Rick. No. Like, I thought it was him. People were full tripping out and they're like, what is Danny Rick doing filming the Australian Open? Was that not and him? It full, no, it wasn't, yeah. but it full looks like him. It dead set. That the is hair, him. the facial yeah, hair, the like schnoz, Like seriously, the whole, the whole thing, yeah, yeah. but well, it wasn't him. If Danny Rick ever gets into movies, he'll have a good stunt <laughs> double. So. I mean, he's probably got a lot of free time at the moment, so possible. Side hustle. Actually, he was seen in Melbourne uh, driving around in McLaren with Piastri. Oh, Piastri. yeah, he was, yeah. 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 And much like on the track, Piastri was the one driving. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. He needs to practice as well, so Derek's <laughs> just, just support. Yeah. Happy but, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how he does this year. Mm. Um, I think he's going to be a very promising talent. Yeah, he's been yeah. very hyped. and um, He's got very big expectations that are sitting on him, which yeah. I think is a bit like it's either going to be a hit or miss. So he's going to come in and he's either going to do really, really well and thrive or he's going to come in and people, because they've got those expectations, he's going to come in and people are just going to be like, oh, he kind of sucks. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like he did start the best way in F1 in the sense of like that whole shit show. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, rubbed a few people the wrong way. Rubbed a few sure. people the wrong way in terms of how he got into the team um, and whether he obviously didn't screw over Danny Rick because they're still hanging out. But mm. um, yeah, hopefully he can just yeah. put that all to the side and put in some good results yeah typically as a rookie you'd want to be like lowering expectations and trying to buy yourself as much time as possible but yeah maybe the, stay out of the limelight yeah but the way the way he entered it's, it's not going to be like that at all, all especially yeah, yeah everyone's just kind of going to be like he has to come in and he has to come in hard exactly because if he doesn't yeah then people are just going to be but like you know yeah. what i love australians now are known for being characters and personalities like danny rick like he's set the standard yeah, mm, yeah. and we don't come in and sit behind and just sort of let everything play out we come in and dominate and mm. bring the bring the vibes. So hopefully, this could he can age so poorly. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's so quite fair, a Danny though, Rick personality. I don't know, wise. like what? Yeah, I don't know what kind of vibe he gives off. He's like, very I chill. He's, he's quite reserved. Yeah. Super Boring. relaxed guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, interesting sure to nice see. Yeah. Interesting to see how he goes up against Lando, who's Mr. McLaren as well. Mm. So it's going to be very tough. Yeah, Mr. Big Ego. I think now it's going to be yeah. a very yeah. big like power struggle. Like it I'm is. seeing, like I don't think they're going to get along at all. You reckon? Like if people thought that Lando and Daniel didn't get along for a hot minute, mm. I really think that it's going to either, either one of two ways. They're going to be best mates or they're not going to get like along at all. And I really Lando, don't think yeah. that they're going to get along. Lando is really going to juice that sort of like yeah. experienced driver role of being yeah. like Even though dad. he's a baby. Yeah. Even though yeah. he's a baby, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But that's the thing. How would he cop if someone like Piastri came in and... Just start and, smoking him. and smoked him and, yeah. and batted him. You know yeah. what happens then? Seidel's already gone out of out of McLaren. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's does, like uh, does him. Like if Nick DeVries comes in and he's like just yeah. blows everyone out the water. Like what's mm. going to happen there? Exact yeah, same Snowdle scenario. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Snowden yeah. needs a good year this year. I think he's on borrowed time anyway. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. Anyway, my I already said Bottas is with my favorite, but. My favourite controversial moment from the break was uh, Max Verstappen competing in esports. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> so, was so good. Yeah, he competed in a virtual Le Mans, which he did last year as well and crashed out. So he was up to get redemption at yeah. this race. and He was training for a fair bit for he's, it too. Yeah, he's really into his esports. esports. I don't understand. What? It's the endurance. It's the focus. It's like you're just being in front of the screen and running that track and max actually believes that it helps him in actual f1 racing Man, we can't really argue with that like he he smoked everybody last year works i guess yeah so he was racing for team redline uh, which he first started back in 2010 so he's been racing for them for a while um i looked into it because there's 
two main like e sim racing games that are meant to be super realistic. There's like i racing and then yeah. this other one, which is what they were racing on called R Factor Two. Okay, um, mm. which I think is just a bit more dodgy in terms of connection and whatnot. So during the race, Max's screen like blacked out twice, and he they ended up having to forfeit the race. And <sighs> that would suck so much. It would suck. So and he was leading too. He was leading shirts. as well. So he just obviously oh, had a bit of a eh? stinker. Yeah. yeah. And Max is well known for being like patient and calm-headed when things don't go. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Never throws his lollies out. No, no, no. never. <laughs> and um, in Max's stuff and spirit, he told everyone to uninstall the game. Yeah. Of course. So great publicity for that game. He's leading the boycott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yeah. He just never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, to be fair, if you watch the video, he's very calm and collected. Like, he didn't actually rage. All the headlines are like, oh, Max Verstappen rages about, you know, rage quits and all of this. But he was actually very calm about it. And he just absolutely fed them very mm. calmly. <laughs> um, I do have a photo of his racing setup, which I did some research. It's worth about $40,000. And it's like this big, oh, that's massive, like, five screen setup with, like, two computers. And the best part is down the bottom right-hand corner, he just has this light and it says, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) It's like so standard. It's like the most 17-year-old gamer gunk keyboard warrior setup ever. Absolutely. But that's the most Max Verstappen thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, if I was to picture like Max Verstappen's house or his room. And like the fact that that everything else is like that whole Mm. corner is just empty. Like there's nothing on the walls. There's nothing there. It's kind of creepy. That's giving Max. So apparently he's he's (laughs) just... Obviously, off the winnings he's got from the last two World Driver Championships, he's just bought a $35 million crib and he was moving out of it, but he knew he had this race, this oh, ESIM so race. It all. So he literally moved everything out, else out except his ESIM racing <laughs> oh, set up just for this race. And then he obviously raged and wow. and it was not yeah, worth it. Pointless. Yeah. What a nice problem to have. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Moving into your $35 million mansion <laughs> and losing in e racing. Yeah. Sucks. The last thing I want to talk about uh, driver-wise isn't a driver, but it's the dad of a driver, Carlos Sainz Senior at Dakar. Yeah, um, old man still going. The, yeah, f- big flip, big crash of the Huge. Audi e-tron car and he got um, airlifted out and then he was in the helicopter getting airlifted to hospital and he was like, told the pilot to turn around and take him back. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to keep going. That right? is so, so standard. Are you for real? <laughs> yeah, dead set. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. Dude's just a boss, isn't he? He's actually like, he's a unit. Yeah, he would be like cool. half dead, but he'd be like, nah, take me back. Like, yeah. I haven't finished. What yeah, are you exactly. doing? Yeah, when he heard there was a chance that they could get the car started again, he's like, and if I was that, gu- that person, like, flying flying the helicopter, I'd probably take him back because he'd be scary. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't say no you, to him. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. When your name's Carlos Sainz Senior, <laughs> you, d- you do whatever he says. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, he's a multiple Dakar champion. Yeah. It's, it's something he's And the he's fact well he's still for, doing yeah. things like that at his, his ripe age. I know. Mm. Well, not ripe. He's well, sort ripe. of... Well, he's like, he's, he's a bit ripe. weathered. He's ripe. He's ripe. Because he's not... <laughs> Is he ripe? Yeah, he's ripe. Because <sighs> you know when, it, when a fruit ripens, it's getting older? <laughs> yeah, but I would say... Like, you know how if people say they're ripe old age? But if it's an avocado, he would be at the level where you could easily cut it open and eat it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's like a banana, but it's starting to get the spots Starting to get it. the brown bits. Yeah. 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 So where does that someone. put Carlos Sainz Jr.? Green he's banana. Green. He's green going yellow. He's still on the tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's also in the gravel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Here we go again for 2023. We're back. Hey, we're, we're back. back. <laughs> no, there's one line. Some things don't change. Eh? No, they don't. And 
Another thing that doesn't change is your two Ferrari shirts. I don't own any other Ferrari shirts. Like, this is it. Yeah, I love it though. Yeah. It's Ferrari it brings colour to the couch. Ferrari, send me some new shirts. Yeah. I'm the least vibrant person on the couch. Cat's in bright pink. You guys are in bright red. Mm. This is, I yeah, I'm in bright pink because um, I didn't have any like Mercedes stuff with me this time. So yeah. I just thought yeah. pink mm. is neutral. Mm. Um, How do you think Mercedes is going to go this year? Honestly, I think well. I yeah. really hope that they do well. I think it'll be like, again, obviously Red Bull, but I think Ferrari is going to come through and I think it'll be Mercedes up there as well. Mm. Granted, like hopefully if they do fix all the issues that they had last season with the cars, which I think, I don't know how you go from, you know, pretty much almost you should have won the championship going from that to then completely bottling it. Mm-hmm. And losing to in your saying that the though, the towards season. the end of the season, they did come back and they were doing a lot better. Yeah, and he, he so, regained his confidence towards the end yeah. of last season. Absolutely, so and I think obviously he'll like, take that into this year. George was doing really well. George is very promising, as we all know. Yeah. Lewis is Lewis, um, and he was obviously making a comeback later on in the season. So I think, yeah. I think this season's looking very promising. Yeah. I'm very excited. If, if, they they start, st- if they start how they finished last year, they'll they're in for a good time. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Toto's already started playing those mind games, going, oh. We're not going to be that quick. We're still quite slow. Oh, trust. Yeah. Sandbagging. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. Something, something There's nothing like an for. F1 preseason like sandbagging. It's already begun. They haven't yeah. even started the testing yet and he's already gone, oh, Sim's not looking too good. <laughs> haven't even said delivery. We're yeah, a bit it's down like full on stressing pace. me out, but I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to mm. listen to that. Yeah. Uh, just an update for anyone who is interested in seeing the uh, car launches because I do like seeing that they put a lot of production behind it. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's always exciting to see the new liveries. I don't think any of them will change that dramatically i no. think i've seen um so aston martin they're big on social media and my mate who was posting all the tiktoks that blew up last year so they've just gone all out i think they've got a full-time social media person now and they're sort of their like, social media is honestly so good yeah they're I like a ryanair right like they're yeah, going popping, all yeah. out on twitter you see how they changed their green yeah that's what i was going to bring up it's, it's the, yeah the, that new meme of um the, what's the, the it's kid the from, kid stranger, from things. stranger things and he yeah. walks up and he changes the color to from like it's the slightest change yeah. of green ever <laughs> but um just like a couple hex codes different mm. i think they changed it because people were complaining that the car was hard to see last year on the track or something they just mm. weren't looking for, far enough open back. your eyes <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> oh, yeah it was just blocked by all the cars in front of it yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but we got so confirmed dates for car launches. We've got Williams on Feb 6th, which no one will be tuning into. Then we've got <laughs> Alpha Tauri on Feb 11th, Aston Martin Feb 13th, McLaren Feb 13th. So they're going head to head on that date. It already begins. Ferrari's got Valentine's yeah. Day. Feb 14th. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's very doing. Ferrari of them. It is very Ferrari of them. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll do like a love theme. And I get, hope so. That would oh be God. so Can funny. Can you imagine they rip out like a hot pink like car just like one time? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. And one thing has been circling on social media too is all the uh, pictures of Charles Leclerc as a woman over the break. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. She looks so hot. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe they'll get like a female version of Charles to come out and do like a, a catwalk or something. Like surely they have to do something <laughs> cool considering it is Valentine's Day. Well, Charles like is single Like you can't now, have so that opportunity yeah, yeah. and not do something with it. Yeah. yeah. Your team colours are red. Valentine's Day is red. Yeah. Like something's got to... Zhuzh are up a bit. The two drivers are thirst traps. They're just going to send them out exactly. there with the car. Yeah. They're just going to send them out with like the suits and like... The Ferrari budgie smugglers or something. Oh. <laughs> All right. So we're marking Feb 14th, Valentine's Lock Day. Lock it in. Lock it in. We're going to be watching that. Ferrari hype just to an all-time high on that day. Yeah. Like the hopium is just going to be so, <laughs> so, so good. So high. <laughs> Red undies, everything on, ready oh, to go. Yeah. Uh, day after, Mercedes. And then the day after that, Alpine. And then we haven't heard about Alfa Romeo, Haas or Red Bull yet. So Cool. 
yeah, there's a lot, lot to watch there, um, which will be good. And look, a big storyline over the break was that's actually continued on from last year because it's just been nonstop was um, the Andretti chat. And yeah. they've gone mm. a step further now and partnered with GM, uh, yeah. which is huge. You know, mm. one of the biggest historical automotive makers in the world. And um, they've picked Cadillac to be the sort of headline brand. What do you guys think of that? Not typically the most sporting GM brand, but no. um, yeah, I think of boat cars when I think of Cadillac. Yeah, same. And like those old seventies and eighties style. About it, but I also cruises. feel like it could be such like a cool kind oh, of yeah. vibe. Yeah, I think it's cool, but like F1 said, put your money where your mouth is, Andretti, and he's like, yeah, cool, here's GM. Yeah. So like, <laughs> he's got the backing now. It seems like the like Formula One are just trying to like give him more hurdles, and yeah, they just think he won't be able to do it, yeah. and then he's just he like, just oh, comes yeah, out with something like completely just out of the out of the woodwork, like, yeah. hey, because yeah. th- that was their final thing. They're like, if you can get a big manufacturer to come on board, like GM. You can do it, and then they, he's done it. He's and like, okay. And now they're like, oh no, nah, you can't come in. Yet, the big, so. Yeah, the big, the big question was obviously the division of the profits and all that sort of stuff. So mm. it's like, if you're coming in, what can you bring in to to counterbalance you coming in? And he's like, mm. okay, he's GM. Yeah, and a big bag of cash. A big bag of cash. Big old bag of cash. Um, and look, Ben Suleiman, the F1 president, has come public about this and said that you know it's. He said it's surprising that there has been some adverse reaction to the Cadillac and Andretti Global News. Um, we should be encouraging prospective entries from global manufacturers like GM and uh, thoroughbred races like Andretti and others. So he's sort of positive, but I think behind the scenes, all the teams, I think every team is against it except Alpine because Alpine would be looking to get an Andretti engine off them. That would be like the engine supplier. Mm. So, they're the oh, only cool. team that are willing to take in another team. It's not really surprising that the other team principals are against it, though. Like, just well, historically they're, yes. speaking. They're greedy. Yeah. yeah. They and don't share their money. <laughs> exactly. And it's like one of the first times in history their F1 teams have actually been profitable franchises. Yeah. And they're looking at, okay, what, two years ago, $200 million to buy into the sport. Yeah, that seemed like a lot of money. Now, $200 million to buy into the sport is like chump change. It's nothing. Yeah. You know, they're valuing these teams at like, 600 to a billion dollars each yeah and that's got to come from somewhere mm. so if you guys were in charge of if you were the f1 president would you let andretti in mm. that's a tough one it is both is, is it it's fair like to say you both can sides say, yeah like you can yeah. say yes or no and you can like look at both both ends of that argument and be like well yeah i would because it would probably you know i think it would benefit the sport. I think it would. Extent. Like with the the stature of the Andretti family and him yeah. himself, he's it's not just some random yeah. person with no history. He's an ex world champion. Exactly. Mm. He, yeah. he would bring a lot of. Uh, I think the team would create a lot of interest, and mm. obviously the whole American argument too with Liberty Media owning F one and having another American based team um, would be pretty cool. Yeah, it's fair to say that both sides are right because, like, if you were an existing team. You don't want to see the sport devalued by an 11th team running around at the back yeah. seconds off the pace because they couldn't get up to yeah, speed. Just with, for the sake of being there. Yeah, yeah. because it's like the most technical that it's ever been. They don't been. have money. They don't have, yeah, yeah they don't then have they resources. run out of cash and then like in three years time, they either disband or they sell off yeah. to somebody else. Yeah. But at the same time, like from Andretti's perspective, he's like we've said, he's done everything that's been asked for him. Exactly. You kind of got to give the man a chance, right? Yeah, yeah. like at, at what point can you actually say 
no. Exactly. You've got to have a pretty target. good yeah, you've got to have a pretty good reason as to why you've said no. Mm. If you're an up and coming driver, you definitely want another team in there. Oh yeah. Just two more seats. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest things they've been publicly scrutinized for in terms of them coming to the sport was that the fact that they want to be based out of the US. Because mm. all F one teams, even Haas being an American team, they have their sort of head like Haas have their headquarters in Ferrari. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But they've still got a US base, but they're mostly based out of Europe, whereas Andretti would be purely based out of the US, which logistically, I think, would be quite challenging. Trying to set up just a a weekly meeting would suck. (laughs) Someone's losing sleep. Because it's not like you can just do like a fly-in, fly-out kind of situation. Like it would definitely be a little bit difficult to kind of work things out there. It would, yeah. So, yeah, keen to see where um, when Suleiman and the... Um, F1 committee sort of get to that on. Um, mm. I think that sort of storyline won't be going anywhere anytime soon. No, we'll hear a lot more about that throughout the year. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if Porsche comes back in as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of yeah. course. They've been Will hinting they at be. something. They're, yeah. they're in Formula E now, I think, which isn't very um, exciting, but <laughs> it's something. Yeah. It's a, it. it's a start. It's a start. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. Uh, look, the FIA, we love chatting about them. Uh, there's always something to talk about. And mm. uh, their latest thing is they're banning drivers from making political statements to the media. So they've updated oh their international God. sporting code and they've said that the general making a display of political, religious and personal statements or comments notably in violation of the general principle of neutrality promoted by the FAA under its statutes. So, yeah, they can't make any sort of big statement like Lewis did with... Um, Black Lives, Black Lives Matter and all that. And Sebastian Vettel with all these My climate actions. Yeah. That is the biggest load of shit I've ever heard. <laughs> like fully. Why is that, Kat? Well, because you've got Lewis Hamilton, one of the literal biggest, like, especially when it comes to biggest things like obviously Black Lives Matter for him. Mm, yeah. But also not even like with Seb Vettel, he would always talk out about things as well. And I feel like you cannot have people at that stature with that much publicity surrounding them I don't think you should be able to kind of put a filter on what they're saying yeah. to the media. Like there's only, there's not that many of them. That's why there's so much publicity surrounding them. Mm-hmm. If they are going to come out and they're going to support something or, you know, like realistically sports people are always going to come out and they're going to support political, you know, movements, agendas yeah. and yeah. movements hmm. and whatever. And they should be allowed to They should be allowed to do that at their own free it's will. It's freedom of speech, really. Like, and honestly, keep that, that I understand. Like, yeah. I get the whole thing if they don't want it in the sport and that's fine. L- you know, do it in your own, own space or whatever. But like, why would you not want the sport to be kind of supporting movements that are moving people forward? Well, they're just shit scared that they're going to say something. But like realistically, what are people yeah. like? And what I don't get is like if, if a driver says something, that's their fault if they say something controversial. It doesn't come back on F1. No, not at all. Like no. maybe they'll get reprimanded themselves personally, but does it really reflect badly on F1? I don't think so. It just feels like the FIA focusing in again on things that don't, don't need matter, to be looked at. But yeah. not yeah. focusing in on the things that they need to fix themselves. Sounds like Ferrari. Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But but at the same time, like last year, they had the whole thing with the jewelry and the underwear ban, and it was like, so yeah. Okay, and at the same time, there was all those weird penalties going yeah, on. And and, yeah. and this is a little bit different to that because this is regarding freedom of speech. But like, yeah, you were right about the jewelry and underwear thing. But at the time, you had so many bigger problems that you had to solve. Yeah, and you yeah. didn't fix them. Like 
no one knew what was going on in race direction. No one knew what was going on with regulations and rules and even just the consistency and racing of etiquette. Yeah. yeah, it's like solve all that shit first and then start. Then focus. Then the start talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a weird one from the FIA again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is it a weird no one though? Like it's not like unexpected. Like I'm not oh, surprised yeah, exactly. at all. Yeah. A full ban is unexpected. I'm not surprised. Like maybe like behind slightest. closed doors, tell them to like hush hush it a bit down. But like no. to come out publicly and yeah. go, you're literally banned from saying anything. Related to politics and religion. Which doesn't make any far. sense to mm. me because like the whole thing that happened with like Lewis and what's her name? What's her name? Max Verstappen's father-in-law and shit like that. Like the whole racism aspect of that kind of stuff. That pops up in F1 all the time. Yeah. Mm. Things and like that happen all the time. It, like, How are you supposed weird. to address it yeah. if like what are they supposed to do? Just sit there? They're just trying yeah, to exactly. make it all behind closed doors, which is boring for us. It doesn't like, make any sense. It's not even that it's boring. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, on to bigger and brighter things. Uh, there's a whole new plethora of and movement of team principals. Mm. Yes. So McLaren, Ferrari, Alfa Romeo, Williams all got rid of their team principals and got new ones in. It was a proper silly season. Proper silly season. We yeah. had like the driver silly season straight into the team yeah. principals. They got so jealous. They got jealous. They got yeah, jealous of like, the attention we was on the drivers. I'm like, I hold my beer. <laughs> like, watch excuse this. me. Like, yeah. <laughs> hold my purse. Yeah. So we got Seidel from uh, McLaren. He's at Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's confirmed. I think that was a big switch and a very, very good job by Alfa Romeo to pull that to one pull off that so one. quickly. Yeah, oh, 100% because he's a, big, he's a yeah. big figure. Yeah. And he, he wasn't... I mean, he'd been linked with Audi, but he wasn't meant to go until like 2026. Yeah, so maybe it's a short-term said, contract? No, it's, I think it's still long-term, but they McLaren basically just said like, what's the point of you staying until then? Like, if yeah. we know that you're going, like, go now. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously the big one, they sacked Bonotto. Yeah, I think I remember a small yes. podcast talking about that at the back end of last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, talking about that might happen. Um, and then obviously Ferrari came out at Abu Dhabi and said, no, Bernardo's job is safe. And, <laughs> and, then, like, then, and then a month later he resigns. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they can't get a pit stop call right. So yeah, that doesn't enough. surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I read that he's taking on more of a role than just uh, team principal. He's like a general manager. So he'll be addressing a lot of those big issues that happen outside of uh, race day. Fred Vasseur, so, you mean? Fred Vasseur, sorry, yeah. Yeah, the new, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. So Fred Vasseur is the new team principal yep. at Ferrari. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he comes in with a lot of CEO oversight from um, Camilleri. And um, yeah, I suppose we'll see. He's the f- he's the fifth team principal since 2007 for Ferrari. Damn, yep. okay. Which is a lot. Um, kind of worrying, yeah. Yeah, he's also the first non-Italian since John Todd. Yeah, he's French, <laughs> isn't he? Well, you know what? Yeah. It might might work out in your favor i was gonna say that know, that worked pretty well last god bless time. the italians yeah he's um, had a, he's had but a previous they've just not not done a great job so far no, no. recently very italian great actually. with the pasta very talented yeah. of them yeah, great for with sure. the pasta, yeah um god bless them all mm. but i think maybe this might be a step in the right direction yeah it's, for sure it's kind of showing that ferrari as a whole are really backing their drivers particularly charles because mm. it whispers were last year that him and binotto behind closed doors weren't really getting on weren't really seeing eye to eye Mm. Um, and Ch- Charles does have that pre-existing working relationship with Fred when he was at um at Sauber mm. before that as well in the junior formula yeah, too yeah. yeah true before that so it's um it's maybe a bit of a sense of a familiarity for Charles with Fred coming in it'd just be interesting to see how it all plays out especially the dynamic of Carlos because he uh wasn't exactly a slouch last year <sighs> no <laughs> yeah they'll have bigger voices this year I think um, and they're not going to sit on their bum again and Go through all of what they did last year for another no. season. 100%. Oh, don't don't count it out. Yeah, <laughs> I bloody hope not. Talk like, it too I soon, Dan. Talk it too I soon. Know, I, I don't want another so. season of you boys crying every week. Oh, <laughs> on the you've got us at a good time. Everyone's on 
even playing field right now. So okay. we're good right now. We're all chilling. Good to hear. Um, and look, just quickly, let's touch on new driver pairings. There's quite a few. Ocon yeah. and Gasly at Alpine, uh, Norris and Piastri at McLaren, which they're the boys I'm backing this year. Might not like Lando as much as I did in the mm. past, but um, Piastri got it back to Aussies. Mm. Uh, Stroll and Alonso at Aston Martin. That will be an interesting one with a, a hothead like Alonso up against uh, Daddy's boy. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a real interesting, interesting. dynamic. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I and feel I really like there's going to be punch-ons every five minutes. <laughs> like verbal punch-ons, not physical ones. I actually reckon they could do well this year, Aston Martin. Yeah. They've got, yeah. They've got a bit of momentum from last year and, and I would like to see them do well. Towards the tail end, they really picked it up a bit. Um, they were getting consistent points finishes, both drivers. And... Um, I heard that from last year to this year, the whispers are that they've completely redone their whole aero package. Really? Okay. Yeah. From so scratch? Yeah, almost. Almost like okay. 90, 95% completely Damn. different. Um, so if they've done their research and allocated their budget properly, they could be a nicer package than they were last year. Yeah. I'm not going to say title contenders, but Look. definitely pushing up the midfield. Yeah. Would love to see it, but uh, yeah. Probably, hopefully, just another. Yeah. They'll be fighting that midfield. You'd need two good drivers for that. You would, not just one. <laughs> um, and uh, Kevin Magnussen, Nico Hulkenberg, the oh. the Hulk is back. Yeah. So many drivers. Big. So many driver pairings have like pre-existing beef. I'm really keen to see. Yeah. I'm the so K-Mac excited Hulkenberg for that one. one is, that is yeah. the best thing ever. Yeah. But even um, Gasly and Ocon. Gasly I was going to bring yes. that up. I was yeah. going to say, what do you guys think of that? Like there's a whole little underlying like... If there was going to be beef between drivers, it would be a pairing like that because I can't see like Magnussen and Hulkerberg at their age sort of holding a grudge. But no. I can yeah. see like the Gaslies uh. and the Ocons at their age in their prime yeah. really holding a and grudge. And it's a bit more of a personal issue too, right? What do because we that's, think? That goes way, way goes back to way when they were back. racing like junior formula yeah. karting days. Like yeah. that, when it's that deep-seated, yeah. then yeah, I, the, I suspect that's going to like fire up. The Hulk incident was like spur of the moment flash of hot-headedness and yeah. then it was done but yeah. this is like yeah they, they like, probably yeah. hated each like other on surface probably, level everything yeah. looks fine but like i feel like very deep down you yeah yeah it's gonna and take debatably alpine as a team have their shit less to least oh my god they have their shit least together no. they have they have they the are most a hot potential mess. for success but also failure in terms yeah. of comparing that sorry i completely muddled my words there but comparing this ferrari i'd say behind closed doors alpine do not have their shit together at all no <laughs> like they've got a driver pairing like that that is yeah. going to be clashing their team last year just fell apart behind closed doors even, i think with that whole way, oscar piastri yeah, business the way they handled all of that was just terrible a mess yeah, yeah. an yeah. absolute mess so an engine yeah. that blows constantly <laughs> blows yeah they're obviously looking at other engine manufacturers with yeah. already, so they're not that happy either. I um, actually wanted to touch on the whole Max Verstappen Perez pairing. Yeah. Because as we know, last end mm. of towards the end of last season, they were not getting on at all. No. Max was just being Max. Max was yeah. being Max, yeah. Do we think that's gonna carry on to this season or like what do you think the go's gonna be there? I think Checo isn't in a position to kick up a stink because if he does, there's Danny Rick just waiting to take his seat. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's why Danny Rick's there. He's going to yeah, yeah, sit yeah. and play nice and listen to what Max says. I don't says. know. I honestly don't think that he will. And I know that Max has got everyone by the literal cojones. <laughs> but I really do think that <laughs> Checo is not at a, at a stage of his career where he's underperforming or he's performing poorly. Like it's not even that. He's not performing badly. Like mm. he has got 
You yeah, know, he's still got the like chance Danny of like, Rick, winning. He has to accept that he's just going to be a second driver at Red Bull. And if he wants I to do something, I know that, but I just else. also feel like he's still got potential to be winning races. Oh, he does. And yeah. that's what he'll be yeah. looking for is to just nab those occasional podiums or first places yeah. here and there. Yeah, he, um, he, is, he is there to win on the days that Max is not at the front. That's, yeah. that's his exactly. literal job title. <laughs> Which won't be often. Which, yeah, yeah, we saw last season. Well, it won't be often. Yeah. Uh, last two, Yuki Tsunoda, Nick DeVries. Again, very interesting. Can you see Nick DeVries? Um, yeah. Tsunoda mm. needs a good year, so that will be yeah. a good one to I watch. I think that's a good kick up the ass for him. Yeah. And I think the Tsunoda one is interesting too because he's really the last of like the Red Bull juniors that have come up through the program. There's not a lot behind him. No. Like, you know, 10 years ago, Red Bull could just switch out a driver, driver halfway through a season and chuck in a new junior. We whenever saw it they so many times. Yeah, whenever they didn't reach yeah. the level. But like Sonoda's had a lot of time for someone to be yeah. pretty inconsistent. Well, Kvyat yeah. got swapped for Max. Yeah. Um, Gasly got swapped for, who was it, Albon? Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 They've, they've done it before. Yeah. <laughs> and they've, they've shown they don't have the talent because they brought in DeVries. And yeah. he yeah. was a Mercedes junior. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a stretch. Mm. And another stretch, which I honestly never thought I would see this, was Alex Albon and Logan Sargent. Because last year when I was in Miami, <laughs> I met Logan Sargent, really nice bloke. Yeah, got the and, autograph um, tea. I got Just the autograph drop. and like, great. I was like, sweet, I got an autograph in Miami. But no offense to Logan, but at the time I was like, this is going to be the most worthless <laughs> signing ever. But look, here he is. He's managed to get his way into Williams, which is amazing. Mm. and um, hopefully he can be another George Russell prodigy yeah. and uh, work his way up to Pretty one of the top teams. interesting to see. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see Alex this season as well. I think mm. he just gets better and better and better every season, and it's so good to like watch him kind of progress. So hopefully this season he kind of like flourishes. He, yeah. He's another driver that's kind of at risk as well because he's had a fair few chances in F1. He has, yeah. yeah. I just Logan... think he's just like not had the right opportunity. Mm. Like because when... It, I don't know. I think now he's kind of Logan's yeah come in, but he's kind of like the established driver. Yeah. Mm. So mm. he's now got the opportunity to prove to everyone that he deserves to be there and why he deserves to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And like we didn't touch on it before with the team principal swaps, but uh, Williams has a new team principal as well. Yeah. And James Val coming across from um, Mercedes. That's a so, huge move. Which is massive. a massive move for them, and it's actually I think a really like positive kind of wild card move. So if if that's a team that starts to head in the right direction it's going to either expose Albon as not being good enough or it might bring, you know, a higher caliber of driver to show more interest in Williams. So it's going to put yeah. both of their drivers under pressure. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Which I think is what they need. Yeah. Because yeah. exactly up until this need. point, Williams drivers complacent. have just been... Yeah. If you're a Williams driver, you're literally just trying to prove yourself. And yeah. that's it. And yeah. But yeah. also it's like you can, you can get away with, you know, not really getting results. Yes. Whereas now 100%. it's like... You're getting results or you're out. Like, yeah. see, you, see you later. Yeah. yeah, They could hide behind like a bad car yeah. and a badly run yeah. team. But yeah. now it's like, there's no excuse yeah. for that. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Well, um, thanks for being on the pod, guys. That was a great app. And uh, it's good to be back for 2023. There is a lot Ooh. to come this year. So stay tuned on our socials. Give us a review on Spotify. And uh, we will see you guys a bit closer to testing time and the start of the season. Ciao.